the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very, very special guest for you today from that great state of Arizona that a lot of my listeners always hear about, Jeff Field. Jeff, how are you? Arizona! <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah, Arizona in the house, Jeff Fields. Good to see you. Good to hear yeah. you. Good to talk to you. Yeah, good to see you, and thanks for being on the show. So, Jeff, you know, uh, we talked a little bit before uh, the recording started. I told you, you know, hey, I'm a big, big fan of Arizona, so we'll have plenty to talk about. But let's start with you. You know, I say this to everybody that's uh, on the program. Were you the five-year-old kid, you know, asking uh, asking your mom and dad, hey, I don't want to be a fireman. I want to be a realtor when I grow up. <laughs> At age five, I wanted to be a pharmacist, actually. But, wow. uh, you know, that's... I can't even imagine how that came about. I guess going to the drugstore as a kid was awesome. Every five-year-old's dream. My dad was a pharmacist. Just oh, wanted to be just okay. like my dad, right? Right, right. <laughs> that's awesome, though. No, that, yeah. so, so before you get into how you became a realtor, what happened to the pharmaceutical dream? What happened to being a pharmacist? I realized how much science was involved in pharmacy, and then I was out. Forget <laughs> that. You're like, I'm not doing those computations. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not muddling all these things together and measuring them out. Right. And hey, much respect, but not yeah, my sure. area of expertise. Yeah. I mean, uh, people live or die by, by the pharmacist, you know? Uh, so go ahead and tell me how you, how you fell into, walked into, or decided uh, to get into real estate. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've, I've had a few careers in my day here, uh, a lot of great uh, experiences in life. And, and really, I mean, I, I, when I graduated from college, I uh, went out to Los Angeles and tackled the entertainment industry. And nice. so that was career one and uh, just an amazing experience. Did everything from acting, casting, directing, producing, spent some time in the music industry. It was, it was a really amazing experience there. Yeah, had, had some great success. And then I'm a native of, of Arizona and uh, my, my grandma had gotten sick with Alzheimer's. And uh, I had made the decision, although LA was an incredible experience, I wanted to be able to come back to Arizona, be able to spend some time with her before she passed. And so came back to AZ in 2003 when I was heavily recruited to join this wonderful real estate world. But I said no. <laughs> I said no. And uh, instead, I took a job as a high school theater teacher nice. and had an amazing seven year run at a local high school here in Arizona, inner city school. And uh, took a theater program that had about 60 kids in it and transformed it into the most popular thing at school, had 250 kids in the program, 
sold out our shows at 700 plus. We were, wow. we were, we were having a great time there. And when the arts were struggling all around us, we yeah. ran it like a business and had $75,000 in the bank account and ran these big Broadway caliber shows. Wow. That's it was fantastic. great. Yeah. Do you mind me yeah. asking uh, which school that was? So Moon Valley High School. Moon Valley. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know Moon Valley. I coached wrestling. So, uh, and, and, and my sons played football and wrestled. So I know it through sports, unfortunately, not the, not the arts as much, even though myself and some of my kids have been in musicals and plays, but nice. I know Moon Valley from sports. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So teaching, uh, you know, teaching was a fantastic experience. And with the downtime in teaching, I was able to uh, build up my production company that I had taken all those skills from Los Angeles and started, you know, integrating into the Phoenix culture here, doing a lot of marketing videos, a lot of events, video, photography, DJ, MC, a lot of fun, different things. And that business really started to take off and I retired from teaching and uh, spent a couple of years uh, focusing full-time on my production company. When uh, fast forward or rewind back to that same guy who tried to recruit me into real estate in 2003, came back and, and recruited me all over again in 2011. And at that point, you know, he made such a strong argument as to why I would need to get into real estate, be in real estate, blend my production company and elevate uh, opportunities, uh, a sale I couldn't refuse, right? So I jumped into the wonderful world here and uh, really started, you know, focusing on this craft, this business and how to succeed in it, right? And fast forward a decade later, I'm uh, you know, on the top one and a half percent in production in the entire nation and uh, have really done, uh, you know, some wonderful things within real estate that have just been awesome experiences throughout this, you know, decade of career here. Yeah, nice. So uh, let me ask you, are you uh, a solo or are you on a team or? Yeah, so, uh, okay, so when I was recruited into real estate, I uh, joined his team and I spent a few years on the team kind of milking up uh, a lot of, you know, great nuggets of knowledge and, you know, tricks to the trade. And then from there, I've, I've been a one-man show for quite some time now, I think the last six or seven years. Nice, nice. So, you know, we talked about how, how you got started, which is an awesome story. I mean, that, that's fantastic. I love hearing stories like that and people transitioning. You know, most realtors, like I said, they don't just graduate college and go, hey, real estate, or, or even some of them not going to college and go, hey, real estate. You know, it's just, it's usually they fall into it from somewhere else. Or like you, Jeff, someone says, you'd be great at it. You know, I, I think you have the personality. And as I talk to you, I know you have the personality. Your numbers speak for themselves. So tell me about today. I mean, um, you know, here you are in, in Scottsdale, one of the, what I think, one of the nicest areas in the United States uh, that probably doesn't get enough credit from outside states. You know, um, not everybody understands Scottsdale or or even the valley itself, right? You know, people think that Arizona is all desert, you know, and you go to Phoenix and you're just going to burn up in the sun. But Jeff, I got to ask you, it's 
it's December. Is it the 21st or 20th? It is the 20th. Hey, what's the temperature right now uh, there in Scottsdale? We we we've hit our, our winter spell right now. I mean, I think we're around sixty degrees. It's freezing, wow. freezing, yeah. very cold, and it probably won't get much colder. I'd say our winter spell will last about a week. In fact, actually, next week I think our high is going to be around seventy degrees. It's absolutely beautiful. The winter birds are out in full right. effect. For those that don't know what the winter birds are, uh, well, come around about October, November, we start seeing a huge influx of people that own property here uh, just to be here for about six or seven months while our weather is significantly better than the majority of the rest of the country. For sure. And, it, you know, it, it's interesting about that, you know, to, to talk about winter birds or snowbirds, you know, winter does last so long, we forget, you know, I've, I've lived in the Midwest, I've lived in Wisconsin, you know, I've lived in Connecticut, and it was like, winter started in September, I, it didn't, but it was cold enough in September, October. And then sometimes we weren't done shoveling out until pat, way past Easter. So really, I don't really consider them winter birds or snowbirds. They actually live in Scottsdale or live in the valley <laughs> and they summer up there. That's what it boils down to. You, you know, they, they always say, oh, no, I go down to Scottsdale, you know, during the I'm like, come on, your winter is nine months, you know, <laughs> maybe seven, maybe eight. That's kind of funny. So tell me about how do you market yourself? I mean, are you boots on the ground, digital, uh, probably a guy like you probably gets a lot of referrals. I'm 100 percent referral based at this point in my career. And really, in my entire career, I've never paid for a lead. Um, yeah. I haven't really done any of the internet stuff. And for me, for real estate, for my path, it's all about connections, right? And your sphere of influence and the people that you meet and talk to and interact with. And I'm a very social person. Uh, and I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I grew up here. So as a native, I just know a lot of people. And I've become that go-to trusted expert that people are actually excited and relieved that they know that they're going to be taken care of from start to finish. And that's the kind of reputation I've built. And so it's been, you know, a really fortunate path to be able to just focus on that referral source um, to kind of continue to work within, you know, my network. And so I close a deal with you know, one uh, group and it's such a great positive experience. They've now referred me to their, you know, their aunt and their friend, George, who's flying on in from Minnesota. So that's kind of how it works, right? Yeah. I mean, I I think it's important. Yeah. I want to say this, right. Because a lot of my listeners will get angry when I say this, but it's important that the person that you're working with, especially if you're coming from Minnesota, wherever, you know, and you've decided to pick up roots and maybe lay a permanent foundation down there to have someone that maybe has lived there their whole life. I mean, that that to me is a really big deal because especially in the Valley, even though it's on a grid and it's easy to get around, right? But the bottom line is there's so much to that area that's unknown to people, you know? I mean, uh, you know, just this, like Scottsdale, great example, right? Scottsdale takes 45 minutes from the south end, Old Town, all the way up to the far north end. There's so many things in between, right? 
huge difference between all of those areas. And then a lot of them are great, but like they all offer different amenities and different opportunities. And, you know, the level of service that I take my business is I'm going to make sure that Mr. Buyer knows that, hey, the world's best bakery, Carl's Bakery is right down the road on Central and Dunlap. You're going to want to go there because it's incredible, you know, and there isn't anything on the menu that you're not going to want to eat and your stomach is going to thank you later. Like, you know, that's, that's the idea, right? To be right. It's not the area expert for one subdivision. Like, right. It's the area expert for the town of Phoenix, the town of Scottsdale, the town of Paradise Valley, spending so much time here and knowing the ins and outs and not just which the good schools to go to, but I can tell you who's the best you know, third grade teacher at Sequoia Elementary School, you know, and play with whatever is important to be, you know, helping the the buyer experience and be as successful as possible. Right. You you wanna you wanna give that third grade teacher's name a shout or no? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey man, I was just randomizing there. Uh, yeah, right? I, I think that's super important. So let's let me let me ask you this. You know, let's just pretend I come up, pay a visit. You know, I, I want to get back and, and just see kind of where the area is at now. And you and I have make a stop, have a cup of joe. And I ask you, Jeff, you know, you're doing you're doing very well. The majority or all of your business comes from referrals. But on a day to day basis, I mean, you know, there's probably not much that keeps you up at night. You don't seem like that type of guy. But is there any problem I could solve for you? Any problem you could solve? Yeah. Any anything in your business that uh, oh <laughs> you, know, you, you know like most people are like yeah Tim split me in half so I could have more time no man you know actually I'm I'm problemless right now knock on wood um, life's good life's good nice. I appreciate the offer uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm yeah I'm I'm floating strong you know it's such a good fit real estate for my skill sets and what I can offer. It's just a really enjoyable opportunity. And, you know, for me personally, a huge reason why I'm in residential real estate as opposed to commercial is that it's that human factor. It's helping people through what is really one of the most stressful experiences that people can experience. And probably one of the best compliments that my clients um, refer to me is that I'm a stress eliminator. You know, I'm ahead of the problem before the problem exists. I'm, you know, thinking seven steps ahead to ensure that we can have the smoothest path as possible. But let's face it, it's real estate. It's always going to be turbulent. There's always going to be things that have to be worked through. And, sure. you know, it's being as a, a, an effective communicator as possible to, you know, navigate whatever the issue is and then problem solving to make sure that it's going to get from A to sold, right? Right. Let's put our prognostication hats on then. If I can't sure. solve any problems for you. <laughs> I mean, look, I- it, if you want to shoot over a couple of 10, 15 million dollar buyers, <laughs> right? I'm all right with that. That's a problem. I have a lack of 15 million dollar buyers, and you know, I'd like to change that. They're out there, buddy. They're out they there. Are. <laughs> They're out there. I remember uh, uh, moving to, to Mesa and working in Tempe, and you're going to probably laugh at this time frame. 
Uh, I moved there in uh, 2009, right after 2008. Okay, sure. <laughs> everybody was short selling. Yeah. Everybody was self-financing. You know, it was like, okay, sure. Tim, $10,000 down, you know, 5000 a month for this $12 million of these ridiculous numbers, right? Just to have some sort of, you know, these houses were, weren't going to sell, but they were on the market and they would do anything just to get people in there, you know, and mm-hmm. they do like a three-year balloon and, you know, uh, just, just anything. So good times. I'll say that. So <laughs> what the... That prognostication hat on and, and tell me where Jeff is in one to three years. I mean, uh, has anything changed for Jeff over that time? Are there some goals you'd like to achieve? You know, where are you at in that time frame? It's a great question. And I mean, you know, these are unprecedented times, right? Yeah. Like, where's the world going to be? How will we be here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, how are things where they are currently? It makes a lot of no sense, you know, that we go through a pandemic, the world shuts down, you know, two weeks after unshutting down and Arizona in specific. I mean, the whole country is seeing great growth and explosion, but Arizona more than almost any of them, in part because we are such a desirable place to be with very little natural disasters that occur here. You know, our our scary haboob, if you haven't heard that term, the haboob is a dust cloud that lasts about five minutes. That's our natural disaster. We make it through it with a, you know, a hose and clean it up that way. Right. As long as you're not not driving on 10 and thinking you can drive through it. Not that I did that. Okay. I did that, but (laughs) True story. Yeah. I mean, that, you're right. No, no major natural disasters. I, I do remember one time uh, getting a little rumble of an earthquake, but, but truly, truly, and this is in Vail, not Scottsdale. It was a nanosecond. And I, and I actually thought it was me. Like, I go, <laughs> what the heck are my legs giving out? And my wife, could she feel that? And then the couch was off a little bit. And so it was on the news like that night. And I was like, wow, I lived in California for a, a while. And I never experienced an earthquake. Hard to believe I'm in Vail, Arizona, you know, 60 miles from the border of Mexico. And I get my first tremor that I don't even notice. So I actually made a sweater for my dog saying, I survived the earthquake. (laughs) I survived the earthquake of like, it was like 2015 or something like that. And it was like the funniest thing because nobody really noticed. You're right. There's no natural disasters. Great weather beautiful beautiful place you're within a couple of hours of the ocean the snow yeah just a wonderful place and then if anybody... well, so yeah i mean that that's just it so with all of those pieces in play things should be continuously good for you know real estate within arizona provided right. that's where the world continues to go i mean now we have the unpredictable what's going to happen in 2023 because we have a line down the middle of where experts are thinking that you know on one side it's the gloom and doom things are going to crash don't believe that but could yeah. there be a little bit of a correction still slide down absolutely and then you have other people that say okay we're not we're not going to explode again like we did when the pandemic you know, went, but we're going to stay in a normal market and you're going to still see, you know, more gains and more records. We hit that shift in March. My last two closings that I just had this past week and, you know, just last month, both set records for that neighborhood. 
So wow. it's still happening, but you definitely need to work a little bit harder, which is, you know, nothing I have never been, you know, shy of, right? The, right. the hustle is always real. I'm typically working an 18 hour day in some aspect or another. And, you know, for the listings to be able to offer the services that I can now that it means even more, you know, that to be a listing agent, you can't just put it on and expect 30 offers. That's going to happen. That's not reality. And that's not what's happening, but you know, are you a listing agent who can make that one or two showing count? You know, that's, that's where my video side comes into play. I put together these Hollywood quality video tours for my properties. You know, I think at this point I've sold at least a dozen homes off of the video with the buyer never setting foot in the property, just feeling comfortable enough with what they saw. That in itself is going to, you know, make this next year, I I feel like another positive year. 2024, it's an election year. So uh, real estate is always turbulent during that time. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with Russia, with gas prices. You know, I mean, there's a lot of elements that I don't know. But what I do know is that a market that goes up or a market that goes down, if you still focus um, on the hustle and use your time wisely, you're going to be able to be successful in this industry. You know, that's, that's the key point is that those that will, you know, really put forth the time and effort, it doesn't matter the path, whether you're doing that at open houses you're doing cold calls, you're doing lead gen from the internet and then constantly following up with those people because they're the flakiest, right. uh, you know? I mean, it's it, as long as you're doing, there's still business out there because people need to buy and sell homes despite whatever the market is is showing. Yes, it, it never ends. People don't just huddle up in their home and say, well, I'm just going to live here forever then. People still get transferred. People still pass away. You know, their their money still transfers hands. Life doesn't totally, even when things were shutting down, realtors were busy. You know, it was just a different kind of busy, right? Guy like you had to do very well because you had the the background with the video production and things of that nature. So that's fantastic. How would someone get in touch with you, Jeff? Yeah, you can reach out to me uh, by uh, cell or text. My number is 480-269-3. One two three, again four eight zero two six nine three one two three, or by email, which is jeff.fields at rustlion.com, and that's j e f f dot f i e l d s at r u s s l y o n dot com. Nice. So Jeff, this is the part of the show because we're winding down. You know, I'm just a DJ spinning hit records. You're the hit record. You know, take us out. You know, tell us what's ever on your heart, your mind, your soul. You know, uh, give us the good word of things you're thinking about. And, you know, just take us out of the show. Go ahead. The floor is yours. So the theme of the idea floating in my head really is just get getting involved. Get involved get involved and as much as possible, both hobbies that you enjoy because business can come out of that. I can't tell you how many deals I've closed just from my basketball team, including one of the refs, you know? So you just 
got to talk and be present with people. But even more so than that, I want to I advocate to get involved in your community and volunteer and be a part of something that you can find passion in because it will make such a world of a difference to your own mental health and to the community that you serve as we help people through this home sale process. And that's a huge piece. Um, in 2020, I was honored to be one of five people in the nation to receive the Good Neighbor Award from uh, the National Association of Realtors. And uh, that was a very cool experience. And um, it's directly related back to my time and effort that I put in with Teen Lifeline. And Teen Lifeline is a nonprofit that helps promote positive mental health to teens. And then more importantly, helps try to prevent and eliminate teen suicide. And so it's a life-changing experience. There's a hotline that is run by teens that are trained. So there's a peer-to-peer element there. Nice. And that hotline is in Arizona uh, and goes from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. every single day of the week. Uh, wow. And it's answered by those teens. And uh, the number is 602-8264-8336. I believe, I think I might have just butchered that number, but look it up online, teenlifeline.org. Yeah, if you want to send it to me, Jeff, I'll make sure that it's uh, in the liner notes and on the show page, so. Definitely. Something near yeah. and dear like that. It's very important. Well, I mean, it's just, it's tremendous, right? It, it does. It saves lives on a daily basis. It helps point people in troubling times on a positive path. You know, anytime I have an opportunity to talk about it, I do, because just the awareness piece is, is huge, uh, you know, for somebody to know that they're not alone in a moment of weakness is pretty invaluable. Good stuff, so, Jeff. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate you having me on the uh, yeah. Icons of Real Estate podcast. Good time. Yeah, thank you so much. I look forward to catching up with you maybe three, six, nine months down the road, see how things are going for you. Have a great one. Have a good holiday. Hey, same to you. Happy Bye. New Year. You Bye-bye. Too.